tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. to news night in the next 60 minutes police prosecutors maintain former sanitation minister cecilia bnadapa is the owner of more than one million dollars stolen from her residence as a fresh charge sheet is filed in court today disregarding the attorney general's advice which says the money belongs to her deceased brother we have the latest as the state drops charges against one of the suspects we have all the details from the court also tonight speaker of parliament alban bagwing disagrees with recent supreme court ruling prohibiting traditional leaders from participating in active politics as he describes a constitutional provision as a means for selective justice for others but i don't think that you can be voted for and you call that rule of law selective justice there's more as the Omahine of Isikado chastises Parliament for lack of commitment to conclude investigations into corruption allegations leveled against the House. The Minister for Defence must be reminded here that he has an obligation. You know, look at the COVID thing that was done at the airport. Parliament should have probed it sitting down looking at me. We heard about the American. What happened? Also tonight, two teachers arrested in the central region for attempting to smuggle in answered exams questions into an examination centre in the ongoing BEC. Also, Education Minister sets in motion processes to sanction heads of schools violating laid-down procedures in the exams. Why exams? Since they are free and they're free in high school. BEC, are you free? Why are exams free and the free senior high school? BEC is also free. We'll deal with him. We'll ask him why he collected the money. Also, a scrutiny of over 600,000 people sitting for this year's exams points to an increase in female candidates. We have details of that. And in business, winnings on spot bettings and national lottery to attract 10% tax from August 15th. And in sports, Ghana Athletics Association assures of a good replacement for injured Azamati ahead of the World Athletics Championship in Budapest. And later, we'll be in Niger and give you the Ghanaian angle to this, where we're hearing from the minority demanding that government seeks parliamentary approval before 
they contribute troops for any military intervention in that West African country. The Minister for Defence must be reminded here that he has an obligation to seek parliamentary approval before Ghana can participate in any military intervention on foreign soil. Uh, join us with your views and comments here on News Night 055 My name is Evan Smetzer. I am MFA Powell. Please stay on for details. Uh, and let's start with that uh, a constantly evolving Cecilia Dapar scandal. The police prosecutors today have filed a fresh charge sheet in that particular case uh, involving a significant amount of missing cash from her home. Now, a key aspect of the case maintained in the new document is the ownership of the one million dollars and three hundred thousand euros said to have been stolen from the residence of the former minister so as you may be aware the police has always maintained in court documents that these sums belonged to the former minister well the attorney general's review of the document pointed out that the minister had told the police it was money belonging to her deceased brother that was handed to her for safekeeping well we have a copy of the latest documents filed in court and richard kujunyako was there for us he joins us in studio with all the details First, uh, Richard, let's talk about the ownership of the missing Sams as stated in the previous charge sheet and the current one. Well, let me first say so the prosecution has for the first time split the $1 million into two, $800,000 and $200,000, and they have maintained that all the money belongs to Madame Cecilia Depa, the former sanitation minister. Mm. Well, we also note that the previous one had her husband's missing suit stated as um, count seven. That has been taken out? Yes, it's been taken out. So um, it's, it brings the questions whether there were suit at all, whether mm. there wasn't any suit, and who even took the suit at all. So there wasn't any suits um, present in the new charge. And, and just to add to that, the AG's advice also, uh, there was a discrepancy around mm -hmm. the same suit. Number. Numbers were different from the, the earlier police charge sheet. The police charge stated six suits were stolen, a uh, total of $3,000. The AG's uh, advice said it was five coming to 2500 now it's completely missing exactly so there was nothing like that and it's interesting also Evans that um, with the ownership of the missing Sams the AG's advice mentioned that the money belongs to the deceased brother are you saying that even with the new charge sheets it still maintains that the money belongs to Cecilia Dapa exactly okay well let's talk about the number of people who were brought into court today so yeah, for seven persons were brought in court today patients Butchie, Sarah J uh, that's a lactating mother Benjamin Suwa Malik Dauda Christiana Achab, who is also a lactating mother, Joe Pomeri, and Yahaya Sumaila. The eighth person, Franklin Saraku, is currently at large. And um, the two, uh, Patient Botri and Sarah J, they've been charged with stealing and conspiracy to steal. But if you look at count seven to count 13, uh, they have also been charged with dishonestly receiving. And these are new names that have been added to the original case. Exactly. So uh, in court today, uh, the father of patients, but you know, we've been talking about uh, the fact that um, 50,000 Ghana cities was given to the father. Mm -hmm. But today the court is discharging because in the new charge sheet, his name was not present. Okay, that's an issue we'll talk about. But let's uh, look at the argument of the prosecution in this particular case. So the prosecution maintains that they, they need more time to uncover a lot of things that are hidden mm -hmm. because he says that from the last agenda date to now, they have been able to locate four houses. They have retrieved mm -hmm. um, some 
some two vehicles, Honda Acura vehicles, valued at 600,000 Ghana CDs, and they have also made two further arrests. And so the court should give them ample time to investigate so that they can come properly before the court. Okay, so you've been talking about the accused person's father, a patient's butcher's father, and the amount he received. And today the case has been, um, there was a case against him. He was discharged amongst others. What was actually uh, the case that was brought before it for him to be discharged? We know well, it was in the Attorney General's um, recommendations as well. So when, when they came to court, in fact, uh, the old charge sheet was dropped. Mm -hmm. So it was substituted with a new one. And the new one is what we have spoken about earlier, that uh, the suit is also missing in the mm -hmm. new one. And so in the new one as well, a patient's butcher's father is not, the name is not there. Mm -hmm. That means that there is nothing against him in the current trial. And there's been reaction of the accused persons. Yes, the accused persons are saying that, well, the people have already spent one month in police custody and two of them are lactating mothers and it will be unfair to continue keeping them there. And so they need some time for the mothers to bond with their children. And so based on that, the court agreed with them and then granted bail in the sum of 1 million Ghana CDs mm. uh, so that they, with three sureties, so the people, the, the mothers, and this were to Sarah Buche, uh, um Sarah J, mm -hmm. and then the other lactating mother. So their pleas have not been taken and prosecution opposed the bail application given the reason that they are still they have not finished with their investigation and they are still ongoing carrying on investigations so uh in respect uh, however the court granted uh, a2 and a5 because uh, they are lactating mothers the court admitted them to bail to the sum of one million ghana cities with resources to be justified and the court further ordered that we filed a formal application for bail to be moved on the 22nd. Uh, I'm representing A5, A6, and A7. Well, so um, that's um, lawyers uh, for the accused person. But did the court grant any other bail? And when exactly are we back in court? You so said? Uh, the rest, they were told by the court to go and apply formally uh, for uh, for bail application. And so uh, they'll be granted bail later. But now we are back in court on the 22nd of August, where we expect that the various argument will come, whether the police have effected more arrests or they have uncovered more in this trial and and uh, and could you uh, there, there's, there's, if you're just joining us on this uh, evolving scandal tonight as we've just been reporting police prosecutors are maintaining that a former sanitation minister uh, is the owner of that one million dollars that allegedly was stolen from her home and what you've detailed for us in the chart sheet and how it compares with the ag's advice that we saw raises further questions one the police have reflected one side of the detail we saw in the AG's document, which is that the $1 million that allegedly was stolen, it's not $1 million as, as one block. Whole, yes. It is actually a division of $800,000 and $200,000. They have separated the amounts now. Yes. So that is, that is the first uh, action they've taken today in this chart sheet that reflects the AG's advice. However, on the substantive matter, of who that money belongs to, they disagree still yes, with they the still agency's maintain. advice. They've maintained that if you put the two amounts together, you get $1 million and it still belongs to Cecilia Dapa. It is important to state, though, that if you read the AG's advice, they had said Cecilia Dapa in, his, in her initial complaint to the police stated the money was 800000 it was in the box and belonged to the deceased brother. And then in a second... Uh, report to the police where she now wrote a statement 
this is on the 4th of July, three days later, again she wrote down that the $800,000 belonged to the deceased brother and the $200,000, she didn't state who that money belonged to. And as we've been reporting today, the prosecutors post the advice, I've gone to court to insist, if put the monies together, it still comes to one million and it belongs to her. Yes, that's correct. Um, Kojo, thank you very much. Lots of questions still on the subject of uh, Madame Cecilia Dapa and the monies allegedly missing from her home. I want to bring in Augustine Jesse, lawyer for Sarah J. Uh, Jengfi, uh, is Augustine Jengfi, uh, pardon me, is lawyer for uh, Sarah J., one of the accused persons in this particular case, and joins us on the line right now. Um, Mr. Jengfi, thanks for your time here on News Night. How is your client faring tonight? Well, uh, she's fine. She's fine. Thank you very much. And since I left, uh, they've taken her back to cell. So we just making preparation to arrange for people to execute the bill for him, if possible, tomorrow. Take it back to jail, I assume, because she still hasn't met the bail conditions. No, just looking at the bail condition, to me, it was so harsh and it's not something you can get it just now and then. We have to go back, see people who are, who are willing to sign for that bill. So we have to do that either today, tomorrow, or the next day. But his relatives, her relatives are ready to assist her in executing the bill. And you still insist that your client took no money? Oh, please. I don't want to be repeating this. He has not taken any money. So, he has not taken any money. Please, do you have the current, the amended for charge sheet? Do you have it? We've just been detailing that. Is that is there any part of it that is of interest to you? You read it critically. And you see if there is any nexus properly connecting a two to the alleged crime. The connection is not there. Please, you study it carefully and see. Well, that's study. surprising because, um, really, uh, we've seen what happened with Patience Butcher's father. So, if you properly so called, if you see that your client uh, is not supposed to be there, how is it that he's still in that case? Well, by this stage, it is all allegation and it should be proven. So, we're going to go through the processes of proving the case in court. And indeed, we are, we are confident and we know that our client has not taken any money, any money, not at all. If you read the charge, the brief facts attached to the charge sheet very well, you will see that there are caps. This is some place they said, a, 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 my client gave money to A5 or A4 through A1. Mother. What kind of treatment is this? She gave money to A4 through A1. A1 is alleged to have taken such a huge money. My client gave money through her to be given to A4. Please, sometimes when we read facts like this, our heart bleeds. Because the negros is not clear. You are charging A1 for stealing. Then you've charged my client too for stealing. And he said, 
my client gave money to A4 through A1. Why don't you straight away say that A1 gave money to A4? Let me ask you, I mean, we've talked about uh, your client, Sarah J. She's a lactating mother. She's backing police cells. You're hoping to meet the bill conditions. Where's the baby? The baby at the moment is with her sister. Right after court, they came to my office and they said, uh, the, the sister has taken the baby back home. Normally what they do is they take the baby to the south for breastfeeding in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, then send her back. But today, according to them, they said they have no option than to compel to start giving her food, even though that's the first time she's taken it. So they prepare some light porridge for her. And and this is because she is, from what I understand, six months old and uh, ideally she'll be on breast milk. But now because of the situation, uh, they forced uh, to give her real solid food. That is only the case. That mm. is only the case. Because you can't just go, you, you suck your breast small, they take you back home, you come back. No, this is not that. How confident are you that the bill conditions will be met tonight, at least, or you, or you're not, you're not too confident that she may possibly sleep in police cells again? Well, if after two, three days we are not able to meet the conditions, you want to make the effort tomorrow. If we are two, three days, we are not able to meet the meet the conditions. I'll go back for review of the bill conditions. But well, let them start and let's see. Augustine, thank you very much. Augustine, James Fee is a lawyer for Sarah J, one of the accused, and she's a lactating mother, uh, still in uh, police custody because, as you just heard from the lawyer, she's not managed yet to meet the conditions. conditions. And if you're just showing us the uh, a major development on this issue, that the Palmata is that the police, they were back in court today, and they are insisting and maintaining in the fresh charge sheet that Cecilia Dapa, the former sanitation minister, is the owner of more than a uh, million dollars in fact a million dollars mm -hmm. and but they have uh, reflected one of the uh, key pieces of advice in the ag's document which is that that amount is two is uh, is divided into two which 800, is two hundred thousand uh and then eight hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars but they insist if you put that together it still comes to one million and it belongs to her okay well let's um do other uh, stories um still related to the judiciary and speaker of parliament alban bagbing has disagreed with the supreme court's recent ruling on article 2761 of the constitution with prohibits traditional leaders from engaging in active party politics the supreme court in that recent interpretation of the law said although traditional leaders can endorse the policies of political candidates they cannot endorse the candidates or put themselves up for election mm, well the speaker has been addressing a forum in the western region to mark parliament's uninterrupted 30 years democracy speaker babwin says a constitutional provision has only succeeded in preventing traditional leaders from participating in national development and you heard it here that elections to political office has now become public auctions and money has taken center stage violence have been introduced into our politics more than we began worst of it all the reflection or mirror or the representation of our culture and tradition has been hit hard with a constitutional provision against active participation of chiefs in politics 
I don't understand what that meant. The Supreme Court have tried to explain it. Active participation. What is politics about? It's about development. What are chiefs and queens supposed to lead us to do? To develop. And then you have prohibited them and say vote for others. But I don't think that you can be voted for. And you call that rule of law. Selective justice. Well, uh, guess what, um, If I Also at the same forum was your Mankini of a Chicago traditional area, Nana Koblen Kitiada V, uh, called out Parliament for the lack of commitment to conclude investigations into bribery allegations leveled against the House. Now, Parliament came under intense criticism last year after there were claims that a wealthy businessman tried to influence some MPs to rescind their demand for the dismissal of the finance minister, Ken Ophria, to remember the Ken must go uh, controversy. Well, Nana Kabbalah Nketiah says the delay in concluding that particular matter just shows the parliament is not committed to fight corruption. You know, look at the COVID thing that was done at the airport. Parliament should have probed it sitting down looking at me. We heard about the American. What happened? Parliament didn't do nothing. You know, certain things, the spirit of the constitution, must be maintained by parliament. We in region, for example, have been complaining. We don't have representation in cabinets. And it's parliament should see to this, that that spirit is carried on. The spirit of it. We are looking for creativity. It is not the priests and the malams who hold the morality of this country. It is parliament. They hold our ethics and way of being. If don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tenor is corrupt, then Parliament is not doing its duty. You all remember the story about this uh, one bag, big man carried, mo carried money around to do, and everybody in parliament was quiet. Why? Nobody probed. We can't sit down and go on like this. We want to feel we belong. We want to see that our ethics are there. We want to be brothers with everybody. Well, accepting the shortfalls, MP for Elembele, Imano Amakofibua, who's a deputy minority leader, has urged uh, the minority in parliament to uphold the national interest in its dealings. Whereas parliament as an institution performs legislative, financial, deliberative, representational and oversight roles, much more is expected of the minority group beyond the argument that the minority proves to be to the people that they are trusted alternative to the government of the day. And I'm proud to say that the minority in the eighth parliament has tried its best to ensure that the government is accountable to the people. From the approval of ministerial appoint appointments to the approval of financial statements and economic policy of government, imposition of taxes, approval of loans, legislation, oversight, the minority has ensured that the executive is responsive and accountable to the people. Of course, there has been instances where uh, some of the role that has been played by the minority has been questioned. And as we say in parliament, the minority will always have its say, and the majority will have their way. Indeed, many have questioned the consensus politics of the minority and why the minority seems sometimes to agree with the majority on issues. 
while we acknowledge the concerns of the public in this regard, let me emphasize that the minority in parliament must show itself to be responsible and be able to act in the national interest. Emmanuel Amakofibua there. Well, staying on matters relating to politics, the New Patriotic Party has the embark on the journey to select its flag bearer. We stay in the Western region and the candidate that's from there, Joe Gatti, is confident of securing a spot in the final five, paving the way for the main delegates to Congress later this year. As Samo Kujubris is on our political desk, he has more. I want to be president so I can bless the people of Ghana. And I will pray that God will bless me so that I can bless them. As a ruling new patriotic party gears up for its special delegate congress, former Railways Development Minister Joe Gatti is intensifying his campaign to lead the party into the 2024 general elections. He says he is confident of being part of the last five to head towards the main delegates congress. But be rest assured that God willing, I said, be rest assured as God willing, as well as the sun rises and the sun sets. When we vote for the Special Delegates Congress, Jogati will be among the first five. During his tenure as a railways minister, he played a pivotal role in the construction of the railway line from Tema to Impakadan, featuring a steel bridge over the Volta Lake, enhancing connectivity and trade opportunities for the nation. He says his background has equipped him with a deep understanding of the country's developmental needs. In fact, everything that I've seen, everything that happened when I traveled for the past five days, everything that has happened to me since I joined this party in 1992 and served the party has convinced me beyond reasonable doubt that I am prepared for this time, a time such as this, when we need a man such as me to rule the country. He believes his extensive experience and strong track record make him a compelling choice to represent the MPP in the 2024 general elections and serving as a source of inspiration for millions around the world. I'm going to spend my time thinking about the fact that <laughs> a teacher's son from nowhere has become president. I'm going to spend my time thinking about the hope it will give to people, to millions of people, millions of Ghanaians who come from homes such as mine. Somebody whose father died when we were six can have the dusty of hope. Without education, where would I be? I'll think about how somebody has been through public service for so long, public service for so long. I'll think about how God has prepared me for the occasion. I'm ready to go. I'm totally ready to go. That is what I think about every day. Not about With a focus on inclusive policies and developmental strategies, he envisions a future where every Ghanaian can benefit from the nation's growth and progress. We will transform this nation. We together will transform this nation. We shall take this nation to the next level. Everything that my hand has touched by God's grace has been blessed. Amen. As someone with experience in the MPP flag bearership race, the Isikado Keten legislator has a message for the delegates. The message to the delegates is that their candidate is Jogati. I'll be coming to them. I've, come, I've gone to some of them. I'll be coming to each of them. And I want to assure them that by the time they finish listening to me, they'll come to the conclusion that there's one candidate and his name is Jogati. Jogati's bid to become the MPP's flag bearer is not merely a personal aspiration, but a commitment to serve his party and his country with renewed vigor. 
as the nation watches this process unfold, the question remains, will Joe Gatti be the one to lead the MPP into the 2024 general elections and potentially become Ghana's next president? For Joy News, I am Samuel Kojobris. And a few of your messages on our WhatsApp console now, MF. Evans, where are the children's rights advocates? The baby's right to life is important. And it's talking about Sarah G, the lactating mother in the Sliada Park case. Musa Batua in Aswasi says, Akufuado and Baumia's administration is entertaining corruption and corruption-related issues. Attorney General has been exposed trying to cover up Sliada Park's stolen money. She should tell us how she came by this quantum of foreign money and why she kept it um, in her house. And we have this one also says, Okay, um, I go down. In fact, they have to prosecute former sanitation minister and their housemates uh, uh, who appeared before the court today. I pray that you make your um, messages very clear. And this one, I fully support the NDC's call for the Bank of Ghana governor's resignation. In fact, the call is even late looking at uh, the what? of the Bank of Ghana and the NPP government to run down our economy with reckless borrowing. And um, this is from Ayuba in uh, Yagbong. And more of your messages um, coming in. Uh, this one uh, from Nana Ekuyamwa Boating in Central Aplekuma says, it is very obvious that the lawyer will not confirm that his client stole the money. You didn't. Need, you don't need a suitsayer to tell you that the ladies in question made away with a said amount owned by Cecilia. Dapa, some of your messages that you sent in. Still ahead, uh, two teachers arrested in the central region for attempting to smuggle answered questions, uh, exam questions into an examination center in the ongoing BECE. Meanwhile, the education minister is setting emotion processes to sanction heads of schools violating laid down procedures in the exams. Why exams? Since they're free and they're free in the high school. BEC, a free. Wasi, a free. Why is the exam is free at the free senior high school? BEC is also free. We'll deal with him. We'll ask him why he collected the money. Also, uh, seek parliamentary approval before you contribute troops for any military intervention in Niger. Minority wants government, as it says, any false approach will be disastrous. The Minister for Defence must be reminded here that he has an obligation to seek parliamentary approval before Ghana can participate in any military intervention on foreign soil. We have more as a coup leaders turn away high-profile uh, ECOWAS mission uh, to that particular country. We'll tell you what happened when they attempted to land. George, your face here right. with details from the Yes, so if you should uh, place a bet in any of these sports games, I know you love your Manchester United, you should win about 60,000 Ghana cities cash. 10% of that will be paid to the state as withholding tax. So mm. the winnings that you make, be, yeah, a bet of maybe, maybe uh, yeah, the, the company, if it's uh, Evans Bet or Super Bet or whatever, and you place a bet, maybe a thousand Ghana cities, so and you give win. me the 60,000, they'll take away 10% for the of state. Of that for the state, as and that will take effect mm. from That's, August 15, that 2020. That, by the way, is tight. Well, other, other news as well, the National Information Technology Agency pushes for regulation of artificial intelligence. We'll be getting you more details on that one. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business, Alliance Life and Ghana Pay. 
Mr. Kweku at his spunky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.ga and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks, and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase K and USD campus, UCC. Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City. Or call us 0302 764101 764209 I switched from cash to card for all my payments with MasterCard. Now I get to do what I enjoy with ease. Switch from cash to card for all your payments with MasterCard. MasterCard, the secure and convenient way to pay. I'm a no matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, 
choose syntax tank syntax tank stress-free syntax tank reliable syntax tank maximum guarantee call 0244-335-168 kumasi 0505-555-666 or visit syntaxdh.com syntax tank a strong a tough you welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, winnings on sport betting as well as the National Lottery are expected to attract 10% withholding tax from August 15, 2023. This is because the Ghana Revenue Authority is set to begin enforcing revised tax laws on the gaming industry. James Shen has the rest of the story. The application of this levy as part of a broader review of the income tax on gaming and lottery operations in the country. The Ghana Revenue Authority in a circular said the passage of the income tax amendment will now result in a 10% on the gross winnings of persons that involved in sports betting and lottery winnings. The withholding tax deduction, according to the authority, applies to winnings paid or payable by private lottery operators, sports betting operators, casino operators, route operators, remote interactive games operators, operators of marketing promotions, and operators of other games of chance. Prior to this, some operators in the industry including casinos, route operations, and marketing promotions started the implementation of this policy on June 1, 2023. Sports betting and private lotto operations are also expected to commence the implementation from August 15, 2023. So, for instance, if you placed a bet of 15,000 Ghana cities in a football match and you ended up winning 60,000 cities, the application of tax will minus your original stake and subject the remaining amount of 45,000 cities as the tax. This should mean that 4,500 Ghana cities will be the amount that you're likely to pay to the state. James Shen with that report. Now, the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers is charging government to tread cautiously over the planned rollout of the cylinder recirculation model from next month. The National Petroleum Authority is set to roll out the model from September this year. We seek to centralize distribution and sales of LBG in the country for domestic consumption. Executive Secretary of the Chamber, Duncan Amwa, tells Joy Business the whole program is bound to fail because of the current structure. I am not sure the public is as educated about this uh, as the NPA might be thinking. I am also not sure that the structures uh, we have in place uh, would be able to support the mass rollout uh, that we are looking at doing uh, for in September. So we would caution the NPA to hasten slowly. It's not a bad program, uh, except to say that uh, if you would need to see whether it is a superior program to what you have currently, or not, uh, we would caution that they do not force the existing retailer uh, plants that we have dotted across the communities and the country to shut down operations because we want to embark on a cylinder recirculation uh, module program. We think that uh, they would need to hasten slowly. Again, don't kill the existing setup that you have, which allows the teacher, the trotter driver, uh, to buy as much as their pocket uh, is able to afford at the time. Duncan Amwa is the Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers. The Bank of Ghana is reminding players in the remittance business as well as the forex market players to strictly abide by the market rules. 
the regulator, for instance, noting that the dedicated electronic money issuers and enhanced payment service providers should observe the practice where a designated account for remittance is settled with a local bank. The Bank of Ghana in a release also noted that these accounts should be domiciled here in Ghana. Meanwhile, forex brokers are also asked to stick to the rules that they cannot deal directly with corporate entity. They also argue that the Bank of Ghana argued that this shall also, they shall also not buy or sell foreign exchange for their own account or hold or borrow or lend foreign exchange to an authorized market participant. The National Information Technology Agency is pushing for the regulation to deal with emerging technologies like the artificial intelligence. Executive Director of the agency, Richard Otrefosu, says they will ensure the desired growth in the country. He was speaking at the launch of the National ICT Week and World Tech Forum today aimed at showcasing various innovations in the sector. It is, it, it, it is right now. In fact, there's a strategy document before the minister. On AI, we work with GIZ and other partners to come up with this document. There's a data governance document, strategy document, before the minister. Then there's the digital economy policy document. It's, it's, it's such a critical point you've made that we cannot continue to use data that the white person has collected and has created algorithms for. It won't help us as Ghanaians. So we've got to continue to have that dialogue. Richard Otrifosu is the Director General of the National Information Technology Agency. Now, Ecobank says it will continue to deepen relationship with its customers to aid the expansion of the bank's operations going forward. Executive Director and Head of Consumer Banking, Dr. Edward Boche, says his outfit will come up with various innovative packages to give back to customers. He was speaking at the final draw of the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. This is not the end of the journey, it's the end of the promotion, but the account itself continues, the benefits to the account continues, and the other events and activities that Ecobank would continue to have for its clients would, um, would continue. So perhaps, as they say, watch this space, we would be doing a lot more. We are, we are quite glad with the number of customers that have come on board because of this, and I think the, the pledge that we can make to our, our client base is that we will continue to excite you would continue to to come up with new new ideas to to keep you happy dr edward boche is the executive director and head of consumer banking at echo bank and mfi and evans the story might e don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Interesting because video communications company, that is Zoom, which was synonymous for remote work during the pandemic, has asked its staff to return to the office. The firm says it believes that the structured hybrid approach, which most persons are allowed to work twice a week, might be good, as the latest push by a major firm to roll back the flexible work policy. Now, Amazon and Disney are also among the firms that have reduced the remote work. So, 
the company that was synonymous for actually yeah they got us here you know no, now they, they are all back. asking their workers to come back to uh, the office and <laughs> if i see the stock market if you're a shareholder and empty and you're down uh, buy a peso and it's now worth one ghana cd 53 pesos so let's get back to the office events uh, we're already here. in the office. <laughs> 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 they, should, they welcome back. As we are telling them. Um, well, uh, thank you very much, George. And uh, you're still live. You're on News Night. It's on Joy 99.7 FM. It's the second day of this year's basic education certificate examination. That's the BEC. And already, there have been a number of exam or practices related to rest with the latest involving two teachers in the central region. According to the police, they attempted to smuggle into the examination hall. Uh, some solve the examination questions uh, to candidates at the center. Well, so according to the police statement, uh, this happened at Dunkwa Secondary Technical Center in the Upper Dinshua East Municipality in the central region. The two suspects, Albert Edujan and Yao Adadai, tutors of Peeble Calvary and Oxford Suntech schools, respectively, were arrested when they attempted to smuggle into the examination hall. Some solved examination questions to some candidates. Well, this is beyond a poor, I should say. Now, both suspects are in custody and will be put before the court, and uh, the police is, however, cautioning the public against indulging in examination more practices in the ongoing BC. We know yesterday we've been reporting that four uh, other persons were also arrested in uh, this and more practices related offences as mm. well. Uh, already uh, we've been hearing from the education minister Dr. Yao Osei Duchum who has set up uh, uh, set in motion processes to sanction heads of schools violating laid down procedures in the ongoing exams. He's been speaking to a sister station at Dome FM education minister uh, talks about the Buduata case where the headmaster Richard Uhu Nyagbe failed to register some peoples even though he took money from them leaving them stranded at the start of the exams. This was yesterday. He has since directed the GES to take immediate action. Why are exams? Since they are free and they are free in their high school. BEC, are you free? Wasi, are you free? Why are exams free and they are free in their high school? BEC is also free. Wasi is also free. I heard that a headmaster had collected money from some candidates. The headmaster must have extorted parents of these people. I will meet with Wayek on it. Also, the Ghana Education Service will deal with him. We will ask him why he collected the money because we pay Wayek directly despite the economic challenges and nobody is supposed to pay. This matter is very serious. Wayek and I mean, you remember yesterday we reported, and according to WAIC, that they will struggle to process and mark the papers once the exams are done, including the WASI. Well, we've been hearing from the education minister explaining today the monies will be released. I met with WAIC yesterday. Last week, we paid 40 million Ghana cities for WASI, but it is a process. We will pay them. Okay. As the Education Minister, Dr. Yawaseyeduchim, unfortunately, events in the Ashanti region, a husband prevented his wife from writing the exams, plus a number of centres recording absenteeism. Emmanuel Brightcrick, who has been monitoring the situation, here's his report. 
Absenteeism has been a general trend at a number of examination centers in the Asakari Mampong and Oferiko municipalities at the KNUSD SHS and Kumasi Academy. At least three students at different centers under the school were recorded to have absented themselves. Their reasons for absenteeism are, however, yet to be established. Officials from the local teachers' association have been monitoring the conduct of the exams in the area. General Secretary of NAT, Kumasi Submetro B, Teoflos Minta, explains a student was prevented by the husband to sit for the exam. Some of them do not have reasons. Some of them, they have traveled abroad. Some of them, too, they are married and then they don't want to come and write. They are married? Yes. Um, yesterday, there was an instance that the lady is married and then the husband doesn't want her to come and write the exam, so she did not come. I also observed one lady yesterday that she was pregnant and also writing the exam, and that was recommendable. With a perennial case of exam malpractice, some supervisors are convinced the recent serialization of the examination has helped address the misconduct. This time around, we've not encountered that intimidation of teachers trying to come and do whatever they want. You understand? So with the advent of the serialization, I think it will help. When we were at the university, we used to do it. Somebody is sitting by you, your question one is his question eight. So there's no need, no? Act, you understand? So I think the serialization will help. So I started it three years ago, but this year, I think they've expanded it to cover almost all the things. So far, so good, and it's working. Meanwhile, some centers are challenged with healthcare provision for sick candidates. Some supervisors explain they have to improvise in caring for them. Yesterday, for instance, we had a student who had a severe headache and then we promised to get them some price tamon, but you know, we couldn't get some. And then we had no one to send, so we got them something. I got the students some water. That's Emmanuel Brightquick's report. Here in Accra, Jackie and Smayabwa had an interaction with these confident pupils. Fantabulous. I was super happy when I saw the questions. Okay. Like, I was overjoyed. Everything he taught us came from practicals to essay parts, everything came. So I'm, I believe I'll get nine ones and I'll make my parents proud. Like, like, glory be to God, some of the questions came and we could answer. I, my colleagues, we could answer very much. Yeah. Right. Today is your third paper. What paper did you write today? Science. Science. Yeah. Um, how was it for you? Good. Good. Yeah. Did you encounter any challenges along the line? Mm, small. Like the one the D, it was really tough. Yeah. Jackie may have spoken to only male pupils this time, but the reality of is that there are more females sitting for this year's exams than previously seen. Kofi J of our research desk gives us a breakdown of the figures and relevant analysis and comparison. Kofi, let's first go through this year's numbers. Out of the 600,000, how many males and how many females? So out of the over 600,000 candidates who sat for this year's BEC, 50.01% of them are females, while 49.99% are males. Now let's look at the trend analysis for the past decade. What does it look like? So in 2014, for instance, the share of male candidates stood at almost 53%, with just a little over 47% being females. Uh, this gap has gradually reduced over the past 10 years. Currently, uh, we have more males than females than males. And between 2022 and 2023, female candidates uh, participating in the BEC has gone up by 9.12%, with a corresponding just 8.4% growth for males. 
Okay, I'm sure you can hear the excitement uh, oh, in my voice about that. Oh, girl power, girl power. But let's bring in the Executive Director of the Africa Education Watch, Mr. Kofiasai. Thank you so much uh, for joining us here on Newsnight. So is this trend as a result of some deliberate policy or it just so happens that more and more girls are pushing harder all by themselves? Obviously, it's as a result of a deliberate policy by government um, with support from development partners, civil society, media, all stakeholders, you know, in, in support of girls' education. And um, years and years of girls' education, advocacy, service delivery, is obviously yielding the increase in participation of girls in the BECE. And if you look further at the data, you realize that between 2014 and this year, um, as the number of WASI candidates increased from 422,000 to 600,000, you realize that the percentage increase for boys was 29%. But during the same period, a 10-year period, the percentage increase for girls was 40.5%. It tells you that gradually girls were increasing in their participation year on year since 2014. And we are happy that we are seeing this result as a result of the investment in girls' education. Well, maintaining the trend is key, but whilst doing that also, there's a concern of leaving boys behind. Are we working on that? Obviously, government's, government's targets in the education plan is to ensure that all who complete, all who enroll in, in basic schools complete by 2030. And this includes both boys and girls. And so the challenge to ensure that um, the, 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 the 6,000 more boys who existed in 2012 when the particular cohort enrolled, you know, are all available to come along. Um, for that to be achieved, we need to work, work, work at the factors that, you know, um, reduce the survival rate of girls and boys as they travel the living year basic education journey. Infrastructure development, infrastructure upgrading is key. And, and also ensuring that we have adequate teaching and learning materials uh, and poverty is reduced. Our concur ensuring that all girls and boys who enroll in Kanakati 1 complete junior high school grade. Okay, we're grateful. That's Akufia Sari with Africa Education Watch. Let's do sports now. Ms. Bao is here with the latest. Hello, Ms. Bao. Yeah, hello, Evans. And of course, the World Athletics Championship is just a few weeks away, uh, just about two to three weeks away. Uh, it's happening in Hungary, Budapest. And of course, one of Ghana's finest athletes is going to be missing out, Benjamin Azamati. He is the national 100 meter record holder. And uh, he was due to compete in the 4 by 100 meter relay and the individual 100 meter event. But he will not be there due to injury. Well, uh, we've been interacting with the Chief Executive Officer of Ghana Athletics Association, Bao Fuseni, and he's been assuring that a good replacement will be in place for injured Benjamin Azamati ahead of the World Athletics Championship.
of Ghana Athletics assuring that uh, well uh, Benjamin Zabati will be replaced and uh, an equally good athlete will be put there. Well, let me just take you to the Women's World Cup now and uh, Africa's hope of you know making to the quarterfinals is completely out because Morocco they suffered a heavy 4-0 defeat to France in the last 16 and to leave the tournament and at the moment all the of the African countries in Nigeria South Africa and Morocco who advance out of the group stage are out of the tournament now and of course the, now we have the round the quarterfinals fixture set and the games will begin on Friday or through to the weekend that's it for sports brought to you by Pepsodent Herbal and Chaco Pepsodent every smile matters uh, Ms. Bao, thank you very much and uh, you may have been unable to hear that uh, ink set that Ms. Bao played earlier. Uh, apologies there uh, for that uh, break there that we experienced while that sound was playing. So live here on Newsnight is Sonjoy 99.7 FM. MFL, let's go to Niger because mm-hmm. uh, tonight there are concerns that the government will have to seek parliamentary approval before committing our troops to any military action in that particular country. As we know already, our Defence Minister, Dominic Nitewal, had uh, committed that Ghana will be participating in any uh, military action that ECOWAS decides to embark on. But today, we've been hearing from the ranking member on the Defence and Interior Committee, James Agaga, who says the minister must be reminded he has an obligation to seek the approval of Parliament before contributing the troops. We'll hear from him pretty shortly, but listen to our Defence Minister. ECOWAS has given the Janta a one-week ultimatum to Hanover or face severe consequences, including the use of force. After the one week, we will seek the direction of the presidents exactly what they will do. But I can say that the member states are ready. Uh, if it means using force, the member states will be ready to do that. But ranking member on the Defence and Interior Committee, James Agalga, as you've been saying, says he will not support Ghana's participation in any coerced military intervention. We can hear from him. Ghana's parliament, Ghana's parliament must be consulted so far as Ghana's own commitment to the course of the ECOWAS intended military intervention in Niger is concerned. So far, Ghana's parliament has not been consulted. And I'm saying this on authority. The approval of parliament has not been sought for Ghana to deploy boots in the Republic of Niger. And so I think the Minister for Defense must be reminded here that he has an obligation to seek parliamentary approval before Ghana can participate in any military intervention on foreign soil. So uh, well, that's uh, James Agaga there. Well, guess what, MFI? You know, the ECOWAS had resolved and giving a, an ultimatum, a Sunday close-off uh, day ultimatum to the Nigerians, the Jant there, uh, to hand over power uh, back to civilian government. That did not happen, and the threat was that if that uh, fails, then they will consider the military options. Well, as we heard yesterday on PM Express, they wanted first to start talks, some diplomatic settlement, and use the uh, threat of force as a last option. Uh, listen to the ECOWAS Commissioner for Political Affairs, Ambassador Dr. Abdel Fatou Musa, speaking to me on PMS yesterday, giving details of their diplomatic intervention. ECOWAS has an array of tools in its arsenal as far as uh, our fight to restore constitutional order in the region goes. You know, so we have to exhaust all these you know, tools in our toolbox 
And the first of them, like we said, has been the, uh, the shuttle diplomacy. Even as the deadline for the release of President Bazoum and the restoration of constitutional order, uh, you know, were passing, we were still insisting on the mediation angle of it. Tomorrow, uh, I am joining a team from the UN, from uh, ECOWAS, and then from the African Union to go back to Niger. Well, the attempted today, what happened, uh, Maxwell? Well, that mission failed, and the Foreign Affairs Ministry of Niger released a statement citing um, insecurity, they say, in Niger, and they said that they cannot host um, the mission there. And that's how we wrap up tonight's edition of Newsnight. There's more when you log on to myjoyonline.com. I am MFA Paul. And my name is Evans Mentor. an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 